You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit, one podcast at a time. The Bride Chilla Podcast, this is it. I'm Alicia. You know this already. And if you don't, welcome. This is a wedding planning podcast with a difference, I would say. The difference is me, and I like to swear a lot and tell it like it is. And today I'm delighted to be sharing uh, this next, I don't know, 20, 30, however long we want to talk for, uh, time with a bride chiller and also a wedding vendor person expert. I don't know, what are we going to call you, Brittany? I'm not, this is even terrible interviewing, so I'm just bringing you straight in with actually not even saying your name. Brittany Huss, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. We must explain what I'm talking about when I'm like, she's sort of a wedding, but she isn't just sort of. She's running a business, which is a very successful business called happilyeverborrowed.com. Gosh, I nearly ran out of breath then. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Happy to be here. You have been on the show briefly before, actually, yes. in episode 200, I do believe. Yes. All them years ago. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> but we're here under different circumstances. You were here with your other professional hat on. And when I say you are working in the industry, you must share what you do, uh, well, in your day job, but also your business as well, because we wear multiple hats, you and I, and we, we've bonded over that many times. Yes, we are, are both experts at juggling multiple things. So <laughs> at the moment, I am juggling uh, Happily Ever Borrowed, as you mentioned, which is a website that I have that rents bridal accessories to brides for their wedding. And then I also work full-time at a luxury fashion company. I won't say their name, but please, you definitely know it. And, <laughs> uh, I, I, work... and I probably want to own some of the stuff. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yes. It's, that's a very big perk of the job. Probably why I'm still working there all these times. Right. <laughs> uh, but I work there as a multiple things, but uh, buyer, planner, merchandiser for their, for their corporate team. Uh, and then also third full-time job is planning a wedding. So Woo-hoo! yes, <laughs> lots Which of different it is, hats. it is a full-time job for so many of us, you know, and so many bride chillers write in and just go, oh my Christ, I had no idea it would take up so much of my life. And I did look up this week because I knew we were talking. Uh, there was a stat that came out last year by The Knot and said the average couple spend, guess ready, ready for this, 19 hours a week. Oh thinking or planning about their weddings. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't even count all the time in your dreams when you're panicking <laughs> about yeah. your wedding. The sleep panic. Yes. Um, yeah, that's not even logging the sleep panic. That's a lot of time to be thinking about one thing. It's way too much time. And the one thing is not paying you money, you're paying it money. <laughs> yes, even worse. <laughs> so you've got three projects, all of which take up a lot of time. I don't know how you sleep. When you do the sleep planning, I don't know. And uh, we started talking about the possibility of you coming on the show and doing some regular updates. Because the one thing I haven't done over the past three years is follow a bride chiller from the beginning to the end. That sounds very ominous. <laughs> but I'm so excited that you have agreed to come on board and do that and share your journey with us all. Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been interesting because I'm not, uh, you know, I do have a wedding website and I've been in the industry, but I'm not like a planner or a photographer or 
someone who really has experience with really kind of being in the wedding day. Um, mm. I'm lucky that I have the accessories to to deck myself out with on the day of. But other than that, um, the most experience I've had with wedding planning is with my sisters um, and a couple of friends. So it still is kind of a, a new learning process for me as I go through everything. And as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago with you, with you know learning the things that cost way too much money. And even though I feel a little more prepared than some other brides who have never had to do any of this, um, I was really blown away by a couple of, of expensive things that I had no idea would cost that much. <laughs> yes, you graciously shared a, um, a voice message with us all about the cost of shrimp, yeah. or as we would call them in Australia, prawns, uh, and how bloody expensive they are. And we don't really understand the cost to, uh, well, the return on investment for a, for a starter with shrimp. They're yeah. very, they're, they're delicious, but gee whiz, the ratio of cost per shrimp is ridiculous yeah definitely not worth it that one got cut real fast (laughs) (laughs) and it is one of those things I think you go into it and and Rich and I were just talking about marketing the podcast and how not to scare people with you know we've been learning about Google AdWords and Facebook marketing which is a whole new kettle of fish that I've never experienced but we were trying to figure out how to sell what I do to people and the sort of message that I want to give and the one thing we always come across is we don't want to freak people out going hey wedding planning can sometimes be a bit shit or it can be full on and cost you a lot more money than you ever thought especially when you're in that first newly engaged stage when you're going no it's gonna be fine everything's fine I'm fine I'm fine, I'm fine. Everybody. so we were sort of going oh you don't want to spook people but there are some quite confronting things most people learn quite quickly yeah and I think that's you know, I think maybe we do need a little like shock factor or, or just, you know, you're coming in here to say you're not alone. This, mm. you know, it's, you're kind of the friend who's there to say, yes, this is normal. $4 and 80 cents per shrimp is Oi. sadly normal. <laughs> just you're here to like talk us off the ledge and say, yes, it's absurd. Yes, it's normal. We're all here talking about how ridiculous this is. <laughs> yes, that's good. I'm a compadre. That's it. I'm here to say it's fine, but it's not, but it's mental. Right. And maybe just don't buy the shrimp. Yes. Don't get into debt for shrimp. No, definitely not. So talk me through, we, please share your engagement story with us because I, you know, we said we're going to start from the beginning. I would love to hear how it all happened and how long you've been with your betrothed? Yes. So my fiance's name is Ben. We have been together for about three and a half years now. Um, and it's kind of funny because in my, in my day job, um, I was working in watches and fine jewelry. So my boss is very, he's fantastic. And he has always said, whenever you're ready, make sure Ben comes to me because, you know, I got some diamond guys, I'll hook them up whatever. So we're very lucky that we've had my boss Richard in our lives to help us along with this. Um, But the other thing about my boss is that he is terrible, terrible, terrible at keeping secrets and like cannot keep anything from me and is just the worst, no poker face whatsoever. So with this entire process, you know, we, we kind of knew we would get engaged soon and, you know, we had talked about it. So it wasn't, it wasn't too much of a surprise that an engagement was coming, um, but there happened to be a work trip that was coming up that was going to be in Hawaii, 
and I had never been and, you know, very open with my boss and he's a very good friend. So I was like, okay, like I've never been, it's my turn. Let's go. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be opening in Hawaii. Um, and he's like, yeah, sure. Fine. Great. And then the following week, he's like, you know what? I talked to our SVP. He just doesn't want you to go. Oh, no. Why? That's no fair. Why not? I don't understand. What do you mean? And he's like, you just can't go. I'm just not allowing it. I'm going. Which is very unlike him. So I was just like very (laughs) confused on why all of a sudden out of nowhere I was not allowed to go. So I'm like, all right, fine. And I'm, you know, bitching about this to Ben. Why can't I go to Hawaii? He's like, I don't know. (laughs) So then the following week... He comes into the office and he's like, so actually, I need you to go to Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? What do you mean? And I'm not complaining at this point because it's Hawaii. Uh, sure. But he's like, oh, I have some French visitors coming in and I have to take care of them. So you have to go to Hawaii. So I'm like, all right, great. This is awesome. Whatever. So I'm in Hawaii and, you know, Ben and I are chatting over the phone and he's like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. It was, I was there for a week. He's like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Maybe we'll, we'll go get dinner or something. Just celebrate when you get back. He said, great. And so I'm in my Uber on the way back from the airport, and he is texting me, Ben is texting me, and he's like, can you pick up the packages from our doorman? I forgot to get them last night. So I said, okay. And I get to my doorman, and he gives me flowers. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And I look at the card, and it said, see you tonight for date night. So I was all excited. I was like, oh, that's so cute, Ben, to do that. And then I get up to our apartment and there's flowers everywhere and another card that said, just kidding, I'm on the roof. <laughs> oh. So at that point, I knew. So I like dropped my suitcase, ran up the stairs to the roof and there was more flowers and he was waiting there. And it was a Friday, so I was expecting he was at work and wasn't going to be there. Um, and yeah, he asked me there and it was just so sweet and I was very surprised and you know, it's funny because I posted a picture on Facebook and everyone was like, oh, we knew you were surprised because you're still wearing flip-flops from <laughs> from Hawaii <laughs> at the beginning of November in New York. I'm like, yeah, you could tell I was, on not, a roof. I was not prepared for this moment. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was very special. And then we just kind of took the day to walk around Brooklyn and hang out together. And we did have dinner reservations, and then he surprised me because our parents were all there and his grandparents, Aww. and it was just lovely. Was what a good lad. Yeah, he did great. Oh, I love that. And yeah. I love and, and, and your boss came through with the goods, with helping with the ring. He did, and I was so proud of him for keeping that secret for so long. And then I understood like everything on the back end. Basically, he was supposed to ask me, the weekend that I was going to be in Hawaii. So my boss was trying to say, you can't go because Ben's going to propose to you this weekend. And then he ended up messing up the whole thing because he did have French people coming in that he had to take care of and had to send me. So then they were texting back and forth that he's like, I'm sorry. I tried to make sure she couldn't go, but I really needed her to go. And so I was, but I was very proud of him for not spilling the beans at all. Yeah, good on him. Good on him. Yeah, he did good. Is it? Oh, look, a charming story, and yeah. I just love—I love hearing proposal stories, and I think especially when you know you, you are, as you said, you were. People get to the point where they're going, "Oh, is it going to happen? I don't know." I know I was the same. I was like, "When's it?" I, I was sort of looking for it for some uh-huh. time, and then Rich totally surprised me, and I was like, "Good on you! Ten points for pulling the wool over my eyes," because I wasn't ready for that. Yep. <laughs> 
Now, so talk a little. I, I love your business, and I'm such a fan. We, you know, we did a whole uh, big episode about the sharing and rental economy in weddings because I think that's something that is building, you know, rapidly. And for a while, was sort of underappreciated. But it's such a genius idea because of all the things we do in our lives, weddings are things that you're not going to wear half the stuff. If you know, I mean. I love a veil, but how many times are we going to wear a veil? Exactly. (laughs) And they're really spenny, as I would say. Uh, So it's such a great business business idea. When did it start for you? You started with a friend, is that right? I think I remember we chatted before. I did, yeah. So back, it was now almost, well, five and a half years ago, I guess, is when I launched the website. But um, my friend, Haley Page, who is a big bridal designer now, Um, we went to Cornell University together and she was designing at the time for uh, Priscilla of Boston and I was working I think at Saks Fifth Avenue at that time and we were just kind of talking about the bridal industry and what was happening and it was just around the time in New York when Rent the Runway was starting and Birchbox and all these kind of online startups and it was starting to become very big in New York and kind of everyone wanted to be an entrepreneur and we were talking about the bridal industry and, and we had gone to college together and as design majors and, you know, we were just talking about the price of dresses and how crazy expensive they are and the quality, us knowing, you know, how to actually design and create them, the quality isn't even that great for what they cost. Um, so what we really wanted to start doing, uh, our initial idea was to open a brick and mortar boutique where we rented bridal gowns and that the two of us knew how to size and fit and alter because we had went to school for that. So, you know, we would pick specific gowns that were easy to take in on the sides or the hem and rent them instead of purchase them. Because also living in New York City, I mean, closet space is a premium. Oh my gosh. Nobody has room for a big giant ball ground in their closet. (laughs) Uh, So that was how the idea started. Uh, And then over time, you know, as we started talking to investors and And people like that, everyone said, well, it has to be online. You can't do brick and mortar. It's dead. You have to do it online. And we didn't believe that you could really find the dress online. We thought Mm -hmm. you at least need to have the experience of of trying it on and, you know, having your friends and family there and doing this whole process. So then we thought about the accessories because we said, well, you know, those are the things that kind of get added on after. And that's really where you've spent your whole budget on your dress you know, inevitably everyone says, I have, you know, $2,000 to spend. And then their dress is $2,100. And they're like, oh, $100 over is fine. But then you want the sash and you want the veil and you want the jewelry. And I don't know why this, you know, Swarovski crystal costs so much or, you know, the piece of tool on your head is $1,000, but it is. Uh, Yes. And I can say now being in the industry that, yes, the quality is is much better on the things that we use, but especially coming from luxury designer world where, you know, I can somewhat justify spending so much money on a bag or shoes because you're going to wear them all the time, or it's, it's going to be something that lasts, you know, a year or two years or three years or more. Um, but for something that, especially a veil that you literally wear for the ceremony. So maybe like a half hour of your life to spend an extra thousand dollars on that seemed insane to me. Um, so we started with accessories online, just as that was happening, Haley got the offer to get her own bridal line 
which was amazing. And so she kind of bowed out because, uh, you know, her, she was starting up with her own line and we didn't want it to have any business difficulties crossing over with names, whatever. Um, and we're still best friends and she's making my dress. So we're all, we're, we're all good. It's a very That's happy so story. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so, yeah, so I launched it by myself, but you know, the two of us had originally started the idea together and, and yeah, it's been five and a half years later and it's still going. I love it. I love yeah. that story. And I think it's such a great idea and it's such a resourceful, um, you know, I think it's such a great resource for brides and for made chillers as well, but just such a great business idea, you clever clogs. Oh, thanks. <laughs> there is so much to talk to you uh, about your upcoming wedding, where your plans are going, what is happening, some of the crazy shit that your mother is saying. No disrespect to Brittany's mum. Uh, and uh, that was probably a little harsh, but I am enjoying the email updates of what uh, the feedback you're getting from parentals. No we got in a fight this morning, so no worries. Fabulous. All right, I want to hear about that fight after this very short but meaningful break. We are talking uh, to the lovely bride chiller, Brittany, who also just happens to run the fabulous happilyeverborrowed.com. Brittany is very generously sharing her wedding planning journey with us all. We have started with the engagement story. We heard a couple of weeks ago about some overpriced shrimp. And now I'm going to ask you, Brittany, all about your hair. Very yes. important question. Yes. <laughs> this has been a very strong point of contention uh, with my mother at the moment. Mm. So about three years ago, I just chopped all of my hair off because I was just done with it. It was like, you know, down to my waist and long wow. locks. And like, I just, I started at my new company and I was like, you know what, let's just start over. So like cut it to shoulder length and then like a year later took it even further. So it's been like chin length for a good two, three years now. <laughs> And, and you rock it. it the, it's, I've seen photos. I've stalked. You yeah, look gorgeous. Cool. I, I love it. I mean, it's yeah, life-changing. It's very sassy. It takes – I have, like, a ton, a ton of hair. Even though it's short, it's, like, there's so much of it. So it takes forever to dry even that. So it's just about, like, efficiency in the morning and getting my ass out of the house. Like, if I had long hair still, I just I – would, I wouldn't – it would take me much longer to get ready in the morning. Um, so, yeah. So I've had short hair. My mom – for my entire life has told me how much she hates short hair and more importantly, how much men don't like short hair. Oh, so, hello mum. Yeah. Right. That's what I've been told. <laughs> um, and now the irony of all of this is my mother has had the same Anna Wintour Bob since about 1969. Amazing. So uh, she hates, hates, hates short hair, but literally has the hairstyle and looks adorable, but hates it. Um, so, and we all kind of, my sisters and I, and my father, like, we all joke about this. Like, I don't understand how you can hate short hair this much and have it and yell at us for cutting our hair, but fine. Fine. So uh, of course, it has to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it it definitely doesn't. And, uh, so as we come up upon the wedding, you know, and even beforehand, it was like a constant, so you're going to grow your hair out, right? Like you're not. Mm you're not going to have short hair for the wedding. Right. And, you know, I was like, why, why would I, why would I grow my hair out? This is what I look like now. This is the hair that I like. I'm going to continue to go with this look. And, you know, she's like, it's just, you have to have an updo. I'm like, okay, oh, it's I see. 2017. We don't need updos. 
like uh, when I said I said to her I was like tell me tell me what you want me to look like or what are you thinking that this updo should look like that you want and she then proceeds to go through every single time in my life where I've had an updo and how she hated how it looked. Great. <laughs> so, Great. Your junior Perfect. prom, I hated that one. Your senior prom, I hated that. At your sister's wedding, I hated the way they did your hair then. So I'm like, okay. So there's a pattern of when Brittany had long hair and got an updo, you hated it. So why, for my wedding, are we going to try to grow my hair out and do something that you'll probably hate again? I just don't understand. <laughs> she respond when you challenge her because I think when you wrote this email to me saying look my mum is obsessed with my hair and this seems to be the latest thing it really just made me think I, I receive regularly receive emails and voicemails from bride chillers going look my mother is fixated on a certain aspect of my wedding and no matter what I do I can't get her to let it go mm-hmm. it's like it's sort of like this weird correlation that seems to happen between bride chillers and their mothers just going I'm going to pick one thing and I it doesn't make any sense there's no reason for it mm-hmm. but I'm going to nag you until you uh, shave your head <laughs> yeah. literally Britney's shaves her head Britney style yes I'm about to Get go the there out. I'm about to oh. go there <laughs> well I even I even got a haircut last week and I said to my stylist I was like listen cut it less short than normal because I'm trying to make her happy but and he was done and I like looked in the mirror and I was like I hate this I hate that it's still longer than I want but I'm doing this for her I was just like yeah I don't know she even yesterday we were discussing this and she said well if when I look at all the bridal magazines and I look at all the models nobody Mm. has short hair you're right I said, well, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I think she just answered her own question there. Come on, mum. Come on, mum. So, yeah, Come it's the, the way that I am now combating it. She doesn't know this, and she'll probably listen to the podcast, and then now the secret's out. But Sorry, mum. I know. I, I partnered with the photographer who's doing my wedding and uh, a couple of bridal hairstylists and, in the city uh, or in Brooklyn around here and have said – Let's do a styled shoot because even as I Pinterest and look around, it's, it's totally fair. Like there are not a lot of short styles or there's not a lot of pictures of brides with short hair styling their hair. So I said, let's do a styled shoot where, you know, I'll take some of my pieces, my, like the hairstylist will come up with the best short bride hairstyles they can come up with and we'll try them out. We'll take pictures. We'll get it out there, you know, on a wedding blog or something like that so that, we can share this with the world that you can be a bride and have short hair and look adorable and still make it look special and, you know, put her at ease with how my hair will look a day of. That is such a terrific idea. And also, as you said, there are so many people out there that don't have the long, luscious, super long hair. I mean, I didn't have, I actually look, we use lots of tricks in my hair, I've got very fine, not very thick hair, very fine hair. And uh, my hairstylist, Sally, said, look, we'll just put a bit of a sponge thing in it to make it to fill it out. And uh, so she did all these cheats to make my hair look a lot thicker than it was. But, you know, I I just, there was no chance in hell I was going to be able to grow my hair to do what it looked like in the magazines. Yeah. Unless you've got a bunch of stick-in hair, which, you know, I love a clip-in hair, mm-hmm. but I don't want to do that every day. Yeah. It's pretty hard to look like... 
those you know models that come from an agency who just look like that all the time yeah and that was one of her suggestions as well well you should just get extensions for the day I'm like, well, it's 4th of July weekend outside. I just don't no, think thanks. that's going to work. <laughs> Pass. Pass. Pass, Pass on that. <laughs> oh, bless her heart. But I look, I, look I, I admire her tenacity to share her opinion with you. I suppose that is a good thing in some ways, but also, you know, come on, mum. It's just here. And, and to be fair, you know, when we were arguing, as I mentioned, we argued this morning, she feels that... And I'm, I'm using my Dr. Lindsay Beer language because I am a bride Good. Chilla. I, Good. She feels that I have not included her enough in the wedding. And that, she, oh. that her opinions have not been heard. Okay. Uh, and it's because I, it's it, like, for example, a photographer. And I already had a photographer because I've worked with her for all of my shoots for the website. So I knew who I was going to use. And then for the band, you know, we just picked the first word we heard and we're like, okay, they're great. And for the flowers, we just, you know, Googled wedding florists in Lake George, found one. Turns out my friend used them for her wedding. She's like, they were great. And we're like, okay, that's done. Right. So she's just, you know, she feels like we've been doing all of these things without her. But it's just because I'm a very decisive person. And I don't, I don't need to hem and haw over all of the decisions. And I think she just feels that she's not being included enough. So well, I think I'm, we could uh, we could we could all collect uh, a couple of extra bride chiller tasks from the community to give your mum. If anyone would like to send uh, that to Brittany's Brittany's way, I'm sure we could find some tasks for her to do for other people too. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Well, and she's I mean she's helped a lot. I mean she like booked all of our hotel blocks and she oh. uh, yeah I mean she did that. Her and my dad are working on like the envelope box for the wedding and. She's doing the brunch the morning after. So she, I mean, she definitely has a lot to do. <laughs> yeah, but she, I think she just, you know, she wants to be more involved. I'm the last daughter of four. So she's feeling very sentimental, I think, about this being the last one. And yeah, I, I could do a better job for sure of, of being more inclusive on certain things. But I'm just, I'm just a no hassle, no frills type of person. I just want to like get it done as quickly and efficiently as possible so no I like that and I think that's what you've got to be able to do is just get get it get your head down make the decisions and get them through and also I you know I think the fact you have been a part of this industry and it's always great talking to people that are have had connections with the wedding industry because I think people see things come and go so much you sort of really can tick off what you love and what you aren't really interested in and then make those decisions so I I think it's fantastic that you've got you've gotten this far already yeah and I think you know we're we also have very different opinions on on nearly everything so (laughs) sometimes I'm just like you know what I'm gonna make the decision because regardless if I include you from the beginning or not you're not gonna like it so why why should we have this argument beforehand (laughs) So you know, I showed her. I showed her what a naked cake was yesterday. This, you know, oh, how'd this that go? Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. Just she's like, oh, I hate that. Just looks like a cake. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is a cake. But you know, I, there's certain things where I just I I don't care enough to to have it my way. So you know, she's she forgets that there are certain things that she won on like. She wanted the invitation to say her name and my 
mother and father-in-law's name, which I said, okay, fine. Originally, I didn't have them on there. She asked them to be on there. Okay, great. Um, the one thing we really fought over this morning was she wants my flower girls, who are my nieces, to have an experience of shopping for their flower girl dresses. Right. And again, in my process of, you know, quickest and painless way possible, I just wanted to go on Beholden and order them a bunch of dresses and have try them on with them and then pick which one and send the rest back. But she wants to, you know, take the trip together and have a day of it and and go shopping for the girls and do all of this. And, you know, it's fine. We can do that. I'm just, it's a lot of, a lot of time when I'm just, I'm an online shopper. It's different generations. It's very tough yeah, to You just want to get it done. You want to click the button and get it done. Exactly. Exactly. So I think we have <laughs> opposing views on certain things that I'm, I'm trying to, to compromise with. Oh. Well, I think compromise is the word du jour of the Bride Chiller podcast. So I think you're in very good, uh, you're in a very good community to be a part of, Brittany, because I think we're all just trying to compromise and get it, get through it without losing our marbles and too much money. Exactly. Have a nice time. <laughs> Brittany, I'm so happy that we got to share this time together. I'm so excited to see what uh, we're going to talk about next and what you're going to be reporting back on. What are the milestones that you are hitting in the next couple of months with your wedding planning? Let's see. We have a tasting coming up in March. Uh, Fabulous. There are some decor DIY things that we need to take care of. Um, and we are making our own invitations and I, I know it's going to be hell, but the two of us for whatever reason really want to do it. And so I think it'll be a nice little bonding experience for Ben and I to DIY our invites and see how crazy it drives us. So I think that's a great, that's a great approach. It's a good way to just really, uh, you know, test your relationship doing a bit of craft and DIY. Exactly. So yeah, I think those will probably be the next horror stories we have, but hopefully we come out on the other side in a good place. (laughs) I I know you will. And I, well, we're looking forward to listening and uh, hearing how you go with those. And obviously you can uh, follow Brittany on all the social medias. I will link to, uh, well, I will link to happilyeverborrowed.com today on the show notes and all of your social media handles, etc., etc. So you can do a bit of social stalking like I enjoy doing. Heck yes, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any last minute advice to Bride Chillers this week? Just any thoughts, not to put you on the spot. No, Anything no. we can all work on together. I think I've I've been thinking a lot about, you know, even though I'm all with with the rest of the bride chillers saying pride chillers saying it's my wedding, it's my day. I want to do it however the hell I want to do it. I think mm-hmm. I just need to take a step back and also remember that we there are other people's feelings involved, regardless of whether it's your day or not. And it's not to say, you know, don't do it your way, but to say that just. Put yourself in the other side and and try to be more inclusive and oh. caring about other people's feelings on the day to a certain extent. <laughs> no, but, I think it's, it's it's such good advice, Brittany, because I think so many people then it's like the opposite of like the whole bridezilla thing, but also bridezilla. You, you can power ahead and make things happen, but you do, you know, you don't want to be ruining friendships, relationships, and hurting people's feelings either. Exactly. So I'm working through that. <laughs> 
Very wise, very kind, and uh, so great to share this time with you. Thank you for coming on, and I can't wait to hear from you. We hear about the tastings, hear about the craft and DIY, and also if you are interested in renting a gorgeous accessory, get in touch. I think you've got a little, I was looking this morning, you can you do a box, don't you, that people can try before they buy? Yes, so for you know your hair trial, your dress fitting, you can try any three pieces on the site for $50. And then when you send those back to us, you get $25 towards your wedding day rental. So, Amazing. you know, no risk. And it's actually, it's perfect for hair trials because sometimes short hair or long hair, you don't know what you're going to do or what pieces will look good. So it's great to just try a couple out without having to buy in return. Fabulous. Yeah. Very clever idea. As always, lovely to speak with you. And until next time, the lovely Brittany, thank you and happy bride chillering. Happy days. Happy days. <laughs> the Bride Chiller Podcast, telling chair covers to get fucked since 2014.